Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. Talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And we are trying the cheap stuff today. We're super excited about this and one. And this came from far away. Yes, this is another one that was uh, brought to us by Blaine on his uh, amazing trip that he took. And uh, we're all assembled here. And um, we're excited about this one because this is another one that was on our list. We have a list of yeah. almost like unicorn beers, and this is one of them. Um, but I want to I want to talk about something <coughs> because, you know, tomorrow, <laughs> you all right over there, buddy? You good? Um we want to talk about you know Veterans Day is tomorrow, 11-11. So uh, we want to give a salute to vets. We all have uh, veterans in our families yeah. and and that are friends. And I've, you know, my grandfather's a World War II vet. Um, he passed away several years ago, and, and and you know one of my favorite people ever. And and I have a lot of friends who are, are veterans, and they're just the most fun people, the most down to earth people, and uh, they uh, they know their drinks. They know they yeah, can man. they can tip them back. You yeah, know? my grandfather was a Navy SEAL. Yeah, and oh, my, my other grandfather was a World War II vet, and uh, yeah. you know he went in uh, early, you know, yeah, before he was eighteen, and yeah, man, just crazy stories and just crazy life. Uh, yeah, those, those guys and, and the women out there have been through a lot. Yeah, we owe them a lot. We owe them a lot. We all, we, and we we've all have our our favorites. You know, I, uh, I just I never met a veteran I didn't like. You know. And, and you know, look at my family. I'm, I'm the only one, you know, generationally that hasn't served. And my dad served. You long yeah. hair. Um, his, all, both his brothers served. Uh, my grandpa served. All his brothers served. And and I, you know, I'm just so grateful for Absolutely. the sacrifice that they did. And it's a tough and, life. And I think one of the coolest, you know, outside of my own lineage. But when I first met my wife's grandfather, he he owned an RV park in uh, Tumball. No, I think it's Tumball, uh, Texas. And he just grabbed me by the arm and walked me around the property. And he served in World War II, uh, Korean War, Vietnam War. Wow. He was a lifer. And yeah, he, he told me all these stories. And I was like, got in the car with my wife. I'm like, you wouldn't believe what your grandpa told me. She never heard any of these stories. Yeah, I mean, he brought back a Nazi sword. Wow. A Nazi sword. You know that, that just similar. My, my I didn't drink a beer with him. I'm upset no. that I never drank a beer with the See, man. I never. Well, I had a, I had a beer with my grandfather once, but yeah, he told me stories that he didn't tell a lot of people because oh. they, you know they went through a lot. But when they, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what what it was, but I always felt very special to be able yeah. to. To hear some of the stories about you know liberating concentration camps and and, and just some of the stuff they went through. He's the reason why I married my wife, and then when he passed, now I'm stuck with her. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I adore oh, my man. wife. Adore Terrible. my wife. Look, we we all salute our veterans, uh, Matt. And and your checkered past. Did you serve in the military at some point? You did had you, every job under you? the sun. I I tried. Did you to join the air oh, okay. force? But my mother out? would not give consent. Oh, I was, were, you, were you seventeen or something? I was sixteen. You were s- <laughs> I was sixteen. I was yeah. yeah. going air force. Going on seventeen. I, would, I don't know. That's <laughs> and that was it. That was yeah. yeah. And she said no. That's not right for you. And mm-hmm. she was right. She was yeah. right. Okay. It's Mom not, knows best. I 
I salute our men and women of the armed forces. Absolutely. I, every time I drive past Fort Bragg or Camp Lejeune, I think of the sacrifice our mm-hmm. our military people are making every day in their personal and professional lives. Yeah. And I think, you know, God bless them. Do, yeah. do, do you grab one of your Bush Ices that are in the passenger seat and pour one out for them? <laughs> well, actually, they're behind the driver's seat. But. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured, you know, why not do one of the most American beers we could find? Grain Belt. Grain Belt. Grain Belt. That's American. When I look at this, I just think about my two days of driving through cornfields. <laughs> you did this You can us, drive man. through cornfields for two days in this country, maybe longer. Fantastic. All right, let's talk about our featured beer today. This is Grain Belt Premium by Shells Brewing, 4.6% ABV. Uh, It's known as light, smooth, clean, sweet, and warm. It's an American lager, 3.21 rating. Um, Here's here's a good, this is a quote I got off of Untapped. You guys might appreciate. Like a ton of hot dogs to the face. (laughs) I was like, what in the world are we getting ourselves into? I don't know. And and, and our social media guru just pointed out right before he said that to me. Yeah. So I I don't know what that's all about. Well, I guess we'll find out. But here's the thing. I want to I want to make a correction here. It's $6.99 for a six pack, but I did not realize these were pounders. So that actually puts us in at about eight cents an ounce. Very cheap. Um, yeah, uh, good. And, I, and I got these at a Sinclair gas station in South Dakota. Did you? With the yeah. dinosaur and yep, the, the green dinosaur. That's awesome. The green brontosaurus. <clears throat> All right, let's hear the, the uh, claim. Here's the claim from Grain Belt. In the 1940s, okay. around the same time, Grain Belt built its famous bottle cap sign overlooking the Mississippi River in northeast Minneapolis. They introduced a beer of exceptional quality, premium. With its crisp, unique flavor, premium quickly became the flagship of the Grain Belt brand and still is to this day. Although the Grain Belt Premium recipe has changed hands over the years, Brian will get into that, one thing has remained the same. It's legendary, unique taste. And now that Premium is in the capable hands of a brewery with an even longer tradition than Grain Belt, the August Shell Brewery, may you rest assured that the flavor and heritage of Premium will live on forever. It's like a it's like a storybook. Yeah, that was that was powerful. I All got right. I got a little teary eyed. That, that was very it's, powerful. It's like a prayer. All right, so Living so on <laughs> oh wait, so you think that brought tears to your eye? Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about our good swill advertising oh, I first. Can't, I cannot wait. I can't wait to drink this beer. Take my hand. 
<laughs> was that grain belt beer? We won't get wasted, or we will get wasted. Because <laughs> can, I'm all, getting wasted. Let's find uh, out. All I want to know is who did that song. <laughs> that was who? Nickel, it was Nickelback. <laughs> no, oh. we will. You know, we need to do a Nickelback. We once you come up with a beer that's that you want. We're gonna do a Nickelback. This is how Knock you off. remind me of Swill that really good. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> it's gonna be a beer that's as bad as Nickelback. All right, let's crack it. I accept that as a challenge, <laughs> oh, guys. Yes. Oh, wow. You know, right. you know what I think the in, the funny part You're is like I it, am though. the You're indus- singing it. <laughs> I am the industry insider, right? And I rock the Nickelback, and I am You're a big the, how, music outsider. And I'm a big NASCAR how, fan too. I'm uh, anything but a craft beer guy. <laughs> what was it? Was it Robert Daltrey? Who's the lead singer there? Uh, the, yes. Daltrey? How's yes. my How's my Daltrey? You did amazing. I was like, <laughs> wait, did, did you get him to do this? That was good. All right, crack you, those. You you were channeling. <laughs> you were. Everybody, I'm not as handsome. I, well, I haven't had a sip. Take a I've sip, bro. My... You got you got 16 ounces to, okay, to pound th- I back. I love this can. The big friendly. Do yeah, you want to talk about the that cans? Was my, do you want me to do the cans? Let's do the cans. Wait, okay. That was my nickname in college. The Big Friendly? <laughs> the Big Friendly. Oh, Green tell us Belt, about it. Premium American Lager, mm. established in 1893, brewed in the heart of America's Green Belt. Mm. 16 ounces. We got as a pounder, boys. Yes, we do. Brewed and canned by August Shell Brewing Company, yep. New Ulm, Minnesota, USA, grainbelt.com. Be friendly. Please recycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Premium lager. And it's just got this, it's like a red and white. It's and got like the Budweiser red. Yeah, it does. But it's like more old school, classic looking than yeah. the Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, it looks like, oh, it looks like green belt. Can I like say you something could set about, this next to a cornfield. Yeah. Can I say something about how color could be deceiving in beer cans? Yes. So I guess my wife and I were going, we were at the Roval here in Charlotte, brought our son of course, you know, at NASCAR races, you can bring in your, your personal cooler so you don't have to buy beer. And uh, she thought she was grabbing me a bunch of Budweiser's, and instead she grabbed a bunch of uh, Coke Zero's from me because they were red cans. boo. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> That's yeah. the worst. D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Hey, hey, keep this train on the tracks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep it on the tracks. All right, everybody had their first sip because yeah. you know what time it is. Yeah. It is time for First Sip Impressions. This first sip impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio, the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's start it off with Matt. Matt, I know you've been you've been taking your sips. Oh. Big can. What do you get? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this? This is Grain Belt. Well, you know I love a big can. And yes, I, you say that almost every episode. Uh, I'm a broken record. According to my wife, but for all this, you hadn't heard it yet. <laughs> the big friendly grain belt, you know, it tastes like a silo of corn. <laughs> it's, it's like the size of a silo, yeah. Yeah, I, it's the one beer you can't I, I, fault for putting corn in it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that I say that I don't hate on things all the time, but I'm not going to hate on the grain belt. I, I would drink this all day. I that, it, that's it, last that's last call, buddy. We yeah, want yeah, first yeah. sips. Oh, oh, sorry, first uh. sip. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's real good. I dig it. Yeah, not, you dig it. We're not ready. We're not ready to meet, meet the whole family yet. Yeah, let's just sorry. hold off. We, this not, is the first sorry. date. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? What do you think? My only thoughts are 
uh, can't believe this is a 16 ounce can. I got to drink all of that. Oh. Well, you don't have to. I'll finish it for yeah. you. Oh, alluding, he was alluding to. Yeah, you don't allude Matt, to. Matt is the dad at the uh, dinner and, table where if you don't finish your dinner, he'll eat it for you. Yeah. Like he's, he's the dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But true Are you going to drink all that? True confession. <laughs> you I, eat all that? I've had this beer before. What? Yeah. What? Get I have, where did you get, get, get it? Where did right you get now. it? I was at the brewery. I was at August Show. Oh, you were. Yeah, and this was. I was there for a press trip. And, and did you have it on draft? Um, yeah, I did. And is it different, but, dude? It was so long ago. I don't remember anything about it. So it's like my. So, so why bring it up? So, yeah, it's a true confession. Come on. Every good beer bounty hunter has the person <laughs> issuing the bounty, and I was given the bounty by Mr. Brian to see. Yes, seek he didn't this even out. reveal this information to you. No, I just wanted what to. Like, didn't. I just wanted to pat myself on the back for being at the brewery, being like that cool. Well, we don't think you're cool. That's all right. Uh, I already knew that. <laughs> I, I never knew the human arm could bend that way. <laughs> all right, Blaine. So when I bought this beer at Sinclair, uh, we were eating lunch in our camper in the parking lot of this particular Sinclair in South Dakota. It's mm, good setup. Cornfields all around. Nice. And uh, and there are two ladies working in the Sinclair, and I just said, "What do y'all think of this beer? Like, is, have y'all had this?" And the one lady goes, no, I haven't had it. And the one looks at, looks at her and then looks at me. And she goes, it's beer. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay. Um, so leading to my first sip impression, yeah. um, it's not just beer. There's some flavor going there on that is. I'm trying to figure out. Dude. So, so that's my first sip impression. I'm not sure how I feel about that flavor. Okay. So I am exactly in the same place you are. There is a lot of flavor in this beer and I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's almost like, should I keep going? Should I should I stop now? But it's it's a 16 ounce can, so so and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. Um but shells, so you know a lot about this brewery, Brian. Oh, back um, to me already. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm here. We're, we're here. Uh you you've been to the brewery, uh you've done your research, you are our beer investigator. Yeah. Uh tell us about this brewery. What do you know? So the story of this brewery is really like the little train that could. Okay, so Grain Belt uh, was first brewed by the Minneapolis uh, Brewing Company in 1891, and that was actually a merger of four different breweries from the Minneapolis area. No, it says um, established 1893 on the can. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, this particular beer, uh, Grain Belt Golden, was introduced in 1893. The beer we're um, drinking today was introduced in eighteen or sorry, 1947. Okay. Um, in 1967, Minneapolis Brewing Company changed their name to Grain Belt because it was their most popular product. So they brought that in as their name. Is that just like to just connect? I mean, what, Grain Belt, like what, what's, what's the deal with that name? They were really giving homage to the agricultural industry in, okay. in Minnesota and a lot of the Midwest states. And they, and, they deserve their own beer. Yeah. And I got to say, I'm buying into it. You know, I like, <laughs> I, I like the Grain Belt yeah. name. It, well, and at that same time, they also bought Stores Brewing out of uh, Nebraska. They were in Omaha. And they also bought Hostein in New Ulm, um, which, you know, they eventually became, you know, the brewery, fast forward, is going to end up in New Ulm. There's still Minneapolis at this point in time. It's starting to sound like this regional swill is a true regional swill. It, it, it is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, 19, in the 1960s, they were the 18th largest brewery in the U.S., Oh, but wow. then it's also once I, it's the little train that could. 
in the in 1975 business decline because the macro breweries were really coming in and forcing these regional brands out. 75, you say? Yeah, in 75. Okay. Um, stockholders then came <laughs> in. Matt was like 35 at that age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he was more like 50. Uh, but they stockholders sold operations and uh, operations ceased. Um, so then in 1976, who do you think rescued them? Uh, Pabst? G. <laughs> Heilman oh, Brewing God. Company, oh, and they moved. Wow. They but moved. They the, have an impressive like portfolio. Honestly, they own every regional brewery like known to the United States. I feel like at we this point, we need to get these people on the podcast. Right, right. They uh, seek these things out. Man. Yeah. So then they moved brewing to a facility that they owned in St. Paul, in Minnesota. Um, and then in 1989, guess where they moved? Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, oh winter, winter chicken dinner. Um, uh, in 1991, business started to decline again, um, and the rights to Grain Belt were sold to uh, were sold to investors. The investors took those rights, and that became the Minnesota Brewing Company. And from there, it was a roller coaster ride once again from rags to riches, back yeah. to rags again. It became wildly popular, and then they filed bankruptcy. In 2002, while they were in bankruptcy, August Shell Brewing bought them. What's cool about August Shell, and it'd be great mm-hmm. to get one of their beers on the show beyond this one because it's something they bought. It's not one of the original one. Okay. August Shell is the second oldest family-owned brewery in the United States. For real? Right, for real. Who's number Congrats. one? Congrats. Who's um, oldest? Yang Lang. Is it Yang Lang? Yang Lang. Winner, winner. <laughs> Yang Lang. Fried chicken dinner. <laughs> Good job, yeah. Blaine. But yeah, so it, it's it's like a roller coaster ride, and yeah, God, I, I'm glad you did that research. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more respect for him now. Thank you for that. And that's I'm, why we do the it, research. What I love is that I know Heilman Bottom, but they didn't get absorbed by Paps like every other Heilman brewery did. It, no, just let me ask you an honest question. Yeah. yeah. Does does Paps seek out hipster beers and buy them up just to make them like a hipster thing? I, I think. I mean, I think this I, one's got patchouli written all over it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really think they do. I don't know for a fact, but I think they do. I think, and because if you go to their website for these breweries, they're more about selling t-shirts and hats than about selling the dang beer. Shell's a good brewery. Matt is formulating a thought. Well, I, <laughs> I thought I smelled something burning. Go to him. Go, go to him Matt, right take now. Take over. Take over. I just want to know when we're going to see a let's go Brandon beer. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, I I do think it's cool, like you know, picking these up in the middle of nowhere, South Dakota, and then seeing these cans sitting in front of us on this podcast. The journey these it's make the, the, to this, this is moment, a you know, regardless of what it will feel about it. But I, I re oh, the places you will go for your can. <laughs> well, let, let let me tell you, Blaine. I picked up a one in the middle of nowhere, Utah, and I'm still staring at her can every day. <laughs> Can we do last call? Does she listen to the podcast? Yes. Fantastic. Every week. All right. Well, you know what? It's time for last call. I love you, Misty. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is last call. It is last call. I'm still recovering from Matt's comment. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Listen, when when that when the last call plays, 
I finished the last sip and I have finished the entire 16 ounce can. Um, and I want to hear strictly for a full minute from Matt. Oh, I. A I'm, whole minute? I'm, Are you sure about that? Yes, everybody shut up. Listen to Matt. I am not worthy. You know, I'm only halfway through this can. What? what? I beat you? You did beat me. I pre-gamed by slamming pre-Smirnoff ice. <laughs> I chugged that thing from top to bottom. Bottoms up. Don't stop till the bottom is stopped. <laughs> right. I was Luke Combs. One too many. <laughs> you weren't on one knee, though. Well, let's uh, focus. I, was not, I, 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 I only I, take a hey, knee hey, before hey. God. Let's focus on Grain Belt, buddy. All right. No. <laughs> not <laughs> smearing off. Grain, grain Belt is worthy. I, is I enjoy it, it tremendously. Um, it's got a good flavor. I like hops, but it, this has no hops. It, it, if it does, they're hidden. Okay, under the grain, and I like the taste of grain. Do you? Well, you are you are from that region, right? And I'm corn fed and inbred. And you've said that. That's I'm starting to pick up what that means. Um, I'm, I'm portly. <laughs> What's your rating? I will give it a three eight five. Three eight five. What a what random number. Good job, Where though. Did you come to that? No, he's just trying to throw us off. Three eight five. Okay. Right. All um, right. I didn't want to give it a full four. Oh, I, I understand you know, that. Three and a half is too little. <laughs> I like you. That's good. Three eight five. I like you too. Oh, thanks, buddy. All right, Brian. What do you think? He gave it a three eight five. He's the outsider. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing. <laughs> um, I, I'm only halfway. You kind of laugh like a woman. I'm, I I only uh, I'm only halfway through with this one. I'm going to finish it, but I'm not going to be happy about finishing it. Okay. Um. There, ooh, there's there's flavor to it, but I don't know if it's good flavor. I feel like it's like clashing in my mouth with my taste buds mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took another swig. Yeah. Just to double check. And and we've been doing a lot of these American lagers. There's a right? lot of them out there. Yeah, we've been doing a lot. But most of these regional beers that we're doing, that's what they are. They are American industrial lagers. Well, right? hey, what says America like the grain belt? Uh, you, know? you know what says better than that? The last few beers we drank, like uh, old style. Oh yeah, that um, shorts. Um, <laughs> you know, we've, we've drank a Narragansett. We've drank a lot of really good ones. And this yeah. just doesn't hold up. Okay. I'm putting it in at a two- and I'm sad that I'm doing that. A two flat. Yeah. Wow. I'm two? sad that I'm doing that because I respect August Shell and what they do. But I think they kept this. They bought this beer for marketing purposes and to keep something alive and to sell to hipsters okay. that the PBR was uh, selling to. Okay. Fair enough. All right. First off, Brian. Preach, brother. Preach. What the f are you talking about? I'm giving you a. I'm, I'm giving it a three. I only did that because I don't know what he's talking about. He's slamming me, so I want him to beat me. <laughs> 3.25 is what I give it. 3.25. Um, so the flavor was a little weird to me at first. A little bit. But then it, it grew on me. Did it? And I, I liked it. And yeah. I okay, Here's what I'm going to 3.25. I'm going to issue a challenge. Um but it's like if I were to like compare it to like Montucky, which you know came from out there, so like, good. Like so that good. had this Ooh, flavor. They, that had this flavor, and um, it was smooth. Yes. This is not as smooth. Here's what I'll yeah. say about Grain Belt. I agree. Um, I think this is a taste you will wake up with in your mouth if you 
spend the night drinking grain belt. It just has a thick so if it I coats drink your it, tongue. If yeah. I drink it in um, the morning, I'm okay. N- yes, you are correct. Good job. Okay, good. Uh, Only if you use it as a <laughs> as a water uh, as a throwback for your coffee. I want to issue a challenge to all the breweries out there because here's what I'm impressed by: grain belt. I've never heard of the grain belt. I've heard of the sun belt. I have heard of the Bible belt. I have heard of the rust belt. Oh. I have not heard of the grain belt. Really? There should be a rust belt beer, a oh. Bible belt beer. And a Sunbelt beer. Why are there not? Those do not exist, Uh, to my knowledge. Okay, prove me wrong, insider. There was a brewery in Youngstown, Ohio, where I hail from, called Rust Belt Brewing. There was? Yeah. Does it exist? No, it was a crap brewery that opened. So why don't you just shut up over there? Hey, Uh, they tried it. And the good people of Youngstown don't know what good beer is, is the problem. Let, Let me say that Bible Belt beer... That would be awesome. That would be hysterical. That, right? That is Bush N.A. <laughs> okay, it would be an N.A. beer. <laughs> you, you know that scene from Back to the Future when the, when the train like goes over the cliff? Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's like what's about to happen. <laughs> it's going over the cliff. All right, I'm going to give this a 275. Not the. No, I'm that's, not. That's a. I thought you were going to give it lower. No, it, it, it's coating my tongue, but it's also a 16 ounce beer, and it's. I like the story, and I, it's it's a neat it's a neat beer, but it's not terrible. I, I would suggest trying it out. But next week we might have a better one. So we know it's November. We know we are getting close to Thanksgiving, but we wanted to spice things up and try a lime beer because we all miss summer. It's getting cool. I so miss summer. We miss summer, so we're gonna do lime. days, long days of the pool. So yeah, I'm, I miss eighty degree days <laughs> like we're having in October. So, so hang with us. We'll see you next week.